guys, welcome back to Sugar Spice and Jesus Christ. Uh, it's episode three. Yes. And as always, I'm your host, Frankie, and my lovely wife and co host, Kay. Kay. Hey, oh, it's hey. Kay. <laughs> uh, I always wonder if that annoys people. Be like, oh, hey. What? The hey part? Yeah. Like, Dre, I don't know. Like, oh, hey, it's Kay? Yeah, but like when I greet people, I'll be like, oh, hey. It's so weird that I can see you now, like, perfectly. What do you mean? Because we had the pop filters on last episode. Oh, and, like, yeah, now you can see, see my face. face. <laughs> yeah, we took the pop filters off because for some reason... They're uh, unnecessary. They trample... They, they... I don't know. Like, we had some really bad sound problems last episode. I'm sure you noticed. And I'm trying so hard not to play with my lip ring. From <laughs> from episode one to that, it was just like what? Yeah. Like episode one sounded clear. Like I did a pretty good job at it, and then I don't know. Episode two, there was a bunch of issues. I don't know if that was like that Hell's was just Armies a hiccup. just did not want us to put that episode out at all. <laughs> Uh, that was that like it was a tough topic and also it was super hard to just get right for some reason so I apologize for that and uh, hopefully we're back and we're better than ever and uh, yeah there's a fly in this room there's a fly in this room and it's really annoying there's a lot of flies everywhere all the time all at once all at once just like that movie that I still haven't seen yeah so, in this episode, um, it's a little weird, because there's been a lot of weird stuff happening this week. Aliens. And... Aliens. Other fun, just news topics. Like, I think that was one of them. Just the big one. Yeah. The alien thing. So, there's an alien in Las Vegas or something like that. And... Uh, Apparently they have video of the beings out of the ship or whatever. They were in some person's yard. Yeah, so they crashed in they crashed in someone's backyard or something like that in Las Vegas. Um, I think that was what Go outside three days like, what ago. The hell? So yeah, so that was what June seventh or something like that. I might be wrong on that, but yeah. So things are out there spaceship sized hail spaceship sized hail with people on it <laughs> no I know but they you know they imagine the thing just like crashes into their yard and they're like well, that, that's a new category <laughs> yeah so this is not like that kind of podcast it's not a conspiracy theory podcast <laughs> yeah I'm. but there funny. are things for no 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 I'm just prefacing. That was like, a joke. I wasn't meaning it to be like conspiracy at all. Like genuinely, like you've never seen a spaceship crash into your yard. All you're used to is like grapefruit size hail. Yeah, I mean I've seen Men in Black. Okay, but I'm talking about people that like actually live here. Like when it oh, happens yeah, in, in real life. Yeah. In Dallas, they have some pretty crazy hailstorms. So. So like when a spaceship, it's like. For some reason. That was a big thing. For some then reason, you realize yeah. it's a spaceship. <laughs> For some reason, that joke went right over my head, yeah. and I'm sorry. I it's okay. It. It's fine. I'm not as funny as you are. You're funny. Your jokes are, like, but they're universally funny. Mine can sometimes go over people's heads. Sometimes I have to sit there and think about them for a couple, a couple no, of minutes No, those before. come out. The, the funniest ones just come right Yeah, out. I guess. I mean, I'm not that funny on the internet. Internet, maybe. Internet? Yeah. Just because people don't really understand me at all on the internet. But it's also tough because, like... Well, actually, the internet is where you would find everybody that would understand you. It's funny you say that because, like, when I say things on the internet that are supposed to be funny, they just don't land at all because people don't understand, like, I guess, body language and inflection yeah, and all that no, other no. stuff. Yeah, no, no. Your one-liners are hilarious in person. Yeah. Because there's context and, like, it's part of the conversation. Yeah. And it just, like, seamlessly gets in there. And, like, if you get it, like, it's a gem. If you miss it, like, right. you missed it. You missed it. Well, I mean, for example. And, like, for on the internet, it's just there. And it just, like, it's, it's falling flat on a right. screen. Well, for example, like, I am in an LS4 group that's 
car talk and uh, someone asked how much quartz oil does our cars take and someone answered the question but it's like could have googled that you know that's like you've got my brain who's that corrects it to how many yeah how much quartz (laughs) and uh that might have just been me he might have said many i have no idea i i wouldn't be surprised at either so i replied with all of iraq because (laughs) you know it was funny that is funny didn't really land as well as i thought it would so but they're all dead to me now now it's fine (laughs) it's an oil rich country that's why we were there we weren't there for weapons of man. I'm not getting into this right now. Well, no, it's just the, for all intents and purposes of the joke, what you said was funny. Like, right. there wasn't anything offensive about it. Like, geographically speaking, like, literally, it's a very oil-rich country. Like, right. you would need all of the oil that Iraq produces for your for LS5. <laughs> for my four. LS4. Yeah. Four. All of it because, you know, it's a court every thousand miles or something like that. So, like, I don't see how that wouldn't land i mean i can see some people getting butthurt about it because they, they just want they to get butthurt. It's just, there was no uh Reaction? traffic on it yeah oh. there was no traffic there was like 60 other comments though oh well okay how many times are you going to say six quarts before because, you get okay, your answer but like, like you're the first talking, person that you're talking it. about a group for dudes and they just see the question and they give an answer they're not going to look through the comments question answer question answer I don't know. That's it. You were looking for some kind of, like, to provide people with entertainment. Yeah, I guess. That's why we're here. So. Unfortunately. That back one... to the aliens. Yes. So, we're not a conspiracy theory podcast at all. Nope. And also, like. Because it's not biblical. God yeah. says to not concern yourself with conspiracy theorists like the world does. Yeah. I think it's weird, though, because, like. Some conspiracy theories make sense to a degree. Some of and them do like, turn out to be to true. To be true. Yeah, not always. That's probably more like edge case. Um, if you don't know what an edge case is, I think we talked about it in episode two. Um, but like very minor percentage it's, of. Yes, it's, it's, a, it's an occurrence that happens. It's the latter, but it's not very, the rule unlikely to happen or and the amount that it's likely to happen is negligible Uh, but it is still something that is possible so it's an edge case right so the main focus to the this show is to guide people to have like more of an eternal perspective okay now i have theories about these alien things and all that you can tweet at me or whatever and we can discuss it um but when it comes to things like this just pray for discernment that's really what it comes down to like this could be something that like people are afraid of or like sort of walk away from god because of you know what i mean because it's like we were sort of warned about beings outside of earth but it wasn't like on the aliens inhabiting the rest of us. I don't know. We're just like inhabiting the galaxy with us. Are you talking like it's not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers? That, but like angels are among us. Like we're. Oh, you know, well. I think. Yeah. Paul talks about being hospitable to everybody because angels. You might have been hospitable to an angel without even realizing it. So mm. that kind of like gives me an idea that they could look like human beings. <laughs> they can. Scripture is right. full of instances where they do that. Now, there's angels of light. There's angels of God. And then there's ones that are deceivers. Um, They're also angels of light. And they also come. Yeah, that's the thing. So, like, I was watching a video today. The guy, um, he's a demonologist. And so I don't have Which to Which is act. interesting that it's got its own thing. Like, it's it's not, like, tangible. Yeah. But you've got someone that's an expert in it. Like, yeah, it's weird. How? He studies the paranormal. Um, he has a Catholic, but now he attends an Orthodox church um, background. Uh which, fine, great. Uh, I don't know too much about all that, but uh, 
the Catholic Church is more. I don't know. I think our entertainment just kind of like. If there's a demon, the Catholic Church is right there. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So, like, our entertainment kind of, like, talks about that and stuff. So, basically, his thing is it's different than demons. And I'm not going to get into it at all. But it's, like, there's multiple beings. It's not just demonic. It's fallen angels, regular angels, demons. And then you have, you know, spirits of lust, spirits of, just spirits of sin in general. Um which is, I think, is interesting, but also like, I don't know. I, I don't want to get too crazy with like this kind of topic, but uh, just pray for discernment and also pray for protection over your hearts and minds. Humans tend to believe exactly what they see and stop there. If anything, following Christ should show you that what you see is not indicative of ultimate reality. Um, Because ultimate reality is King Jesus and what he's about to bring about. Um, And right now it looks like ultimate reality is this world that's around us that's falling apart and degrading day by day yeah I mean I don't know lately I've been feeling the I'm going to quote a thrice song I don't remember which one it is I think it's a Destinations or something like that on the VSU album when he says we live in nothing but the shadow of the real Mm. and like that kind of like resonates with me because my whole life I don't feel like I belonged here belong here and I don't know like this kind of stuff just like cements it for me it's like we have no idea what's real at all we only know what we see like in your mundane life you go to work every day you drive on the same highways the same roads sometimes the same roads you've been kicking your whole life from childhood to adulthood and then you have all these like little tangible experiences and then you retire and then you die so like and Jesus really says don't live for today pretty much and everything that he preached about because the kingdom of heaven was at hand and it is coming live for that and it's almost a relief to be told to not live for today and also to not worry about tomorrow Um, because it takes the pressure off of us to I don't know figure everything out and figure out the ideal life and how to attain it and you know how to set our kids up to have an ideal life but like really what is an ideal life it's not anything like what culture would tell you it is like culture would tell you it's a high paying job and a really nice house and a really nice car and um you know a a family but it's also like like, live for you live in the moment yes live laugh love i don't know but like (laughs) the glimpses into eternity those little tears in in the the veil between worlds those aren't found in the promotions and the raises and the cars it it, it's found in those sacred moments of connecting with another soul and worshiping king jesus it's it's sharing the comfort that he's given us with someone else that's suffering and it's finding hope in the chaos and it's seeing joy even when we acknowledge and lament. Can you talk about your experience with that today? Would you be comfortable? Yeah, so... You don't have to name it. I was at a baby shower um, and I didn't know anybody there. This was my first like social gathering that I was invited to and I'm really glad I went. Uh, it was so 
I don't know why it's still surprising, but it does in like a really great way. Um, but it pleasantly surprised me to hear the love and the just the grounding in the Lord that these women kind of demonstrated just in the, the small snippets of prayer that I heard for the mom. Um, Were they all like this or were there like people that kind of felt like an outcast um from what i could tell i mean i didn't talk to everybody and i didn't hear everybody speak but um those that i did speak with like it did seem overwhelmingly christ followers okay um which was also really cool because it made like the whole atmosphere of it was different from everything I've ever experienced. Um, like there was truly like a, a joy and a thankfulness to the Lord and like a praise of His name for granting their their prayers, and it was just a, a wonderful showing of, of support and love from you know friends and and family you know within the church and and outside of it, but. Um, just coming alongside this, you know, mom and a bee and showing her, like, I don't know her, but like. And this is one of those glimpses of eternity that we're talking about. Like yeah. having a baby is a thing to be celebrated. It is. And, and this mama was, she had a journey of, of struggling to get pregnant. And so this was a, a such a beautiful, joyful, longed for answer. Um, and it's, it is such a beautiful thing to celebrate. And so, you know, they, they randomly invited me over the night before to, to help set up. And I'm like, I don't know how to do any of this, but okay. Um, and it turns out I was able to, to help out with some, you know, lettering, some signs and like organizing some stuff. I didn't really do much. Because you're an artiste. Yes, I have. I somewhat. I don't know. <laughs> I dabble. I don't know. I dabble. You I, did our logo. Yes, but that took like years. Not not for our logo though. Just oh, to get no, no, good our, at it. Okay, no, I'm sorry. I was thinking of a different logo. Um, no, our logo. Yeah, that one was for the pretty. Show. Yes, that was pretty easy. Um, but I did use some like other. Things graphics and stuff yeah. yeah things that you already made mm-hmm. yeah but like okay all right well, i dabble i'm not like an expert at any of it but so i just modest. i use my skills where i can to benefit god's people and i had no idea like the impact that that had until like they told me afterwards like the the mama's sister was like i am so happy you were here like we wouldn't have been able to like do like all these little things without you and i was like i didn't do anything she's like it might not feel like anything to you but like we don't have any of those like artsy crapsy like creative skills and like you do and like you came and like you didn't know and i'm like is it crazy to see like the hands and feet of like different like and how god just brings people together and and i got to talk with another young woman who is 31 and she just got diagnosed with she's between stage two and three of colon cancer that's the second one this year that is the second friend yeah 31 year old friend that has gotten diagnosed with three or around three stage three cancer and i'm just it's like a plague and it's spreading and it's insane to me um but i was talking to her and while i haven't personally been through that um i had the privilege of walking alongside a dear friend um in recent years that went through that um just cancer yeah it was a i think uterine cancer and it was a relapse and she had to go through treatment um and a phrase that like really got her through and she still you know kind of clings to today is even if yeah we say that still, yeah like recently and if not yeah because like it's just a strong like it's a strong idea that keeps us closer to him and if not he is still good even if it like almost forces you into a place of worship even when things are not good Yes, because it's acknowledging that God's goodness is immutable, regardless of our circumstances. So that phrase, it was so interesting. Um, That was the phrase that this young woman said, you know, she's been kind of clinging to, like over and over. And I 
I didn't tell her at that point. She didn't know. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And it like <laughs> brought me back to those previous years where I, I went through with that friend. And I'm like, wow, like how cool that I now get to use that you know, experience to be able to empathize more and, you know, be more compassionate towards this new friend who's going through something similar. You say it a lot to me. I have a hard time being empathetic to people <laughs> or with I people. I do. And, but like also the current season that we've been in kind of humbled me. And not that I, I feel like that I was in a place of like pride or like, oh, like I can't go I don't, I don't know. Like, I didn't need to be humbled. Like, you know, pride goes before the fall kind of right. a thing. I think it's just more of God allows trials and difficult seasons and tough times so that he can give us comfort, that we can in turn give comfort to others. And so I feel like this season has put me in such a, a humble um, stance that I can look at other people that are going through a hard time and instead of like shying away from it and being like, ah, I don't know hmm. how to deal with this because yeah. social like autism. And yeah. All that, yeah. Like it's, it's still there. Like yeah. that mental block is still there. I still don't have that emotional connection to what they're going through. But by the grace of God, I now have a spirit of empathy and compassion towards them where while I can't fix their situation, I can still intercede before the throne of grace on their behalf and I can be there for them. I can, you know, spend time with them. I can feed them, right. you know, I can provide, you know, encouragement and, you know, a reminder of Christ in us, the hope of glory, you know, sprinkled with some dark humor and, you know, sarcastic joy in there because, you know... We're human, and we acknowledge the the hard moments, and sometimes it's easier to laugh about them than to kind of cry. <laughs> so, you know, dark humor We'd is... We'd rather laugh than cry. Yeah, so dark humor <laughs> is not necessarily us being cynical or, like, sinful about our situation. It's just it more of... It could be, like, sort of coping. Yeah, it's trying to find the some kind of, of joy lightheartedness like yeah. yeah like you know that there's that eternal hope and that this isn't all there is that this is the closest to hell that we'll ever get but also in the moment it's hard yeah and so you know finding some source of laughter is good um you know so i was so blessed to make a friend today um you know and i'm really looking forward to seeing what God does in both of our lives. Um, you get to pray with her. Yeah, yeah. Um, before I left, was looking for my bag, and I looked into this one bedroom where people were just throwing their stuff, uh, and I saw that young girl, woman, and uh, she was sitting by herself because she was in some pain, and you know she needed to get away. Normally, I found out later. Normally, she can make it about three hours uh, before you know she takes a nap or needs to take you know a muscle relaxer to help with um, the physical symptoms of cancer. Um, but she had been awake for about six hours at that point um, because of the baby shower and helping to set up and everything. Um, and so she was just kind of it was spazzing and yeah. beat and she was in pain. She has colon cancer, by the way. I said um, that. Did you preface that? I, I don't think remember. so. Um, and so I I saw her and she didn't see me. She had her head down. Uh, so I, I left the room and then I was like, oh, that would be an opportunity to pray for her. Uh, and I like shifted back and forth. I'm like, should I? Shouldn't I? Should I? Shouldn't I? Well, I mean, like it's an opportunity. Like, yeah, I should. Okay. So then. Yeah, never <laughs> silence the spirit. <laughs> well, like I couldn't tell if it was the spirit because it wasn't like a. Sometimes he just kind of like drives, and I don't get a say. It's just like, oh, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Like I very mean, spontaneous. I don't, I don't like know. <laughs> praying for another. I don't know. But, well, yeah, I mean, he can also be like, hey, I want to pray for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm just that like. That would have been so much easier for all of us. And I'm just like, marionette. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that he takes joy in um, those moments where we actually choose that that opportunity. Um, Take the opportunity. I think it makes him smile. 
Um, I think we make him smile regardless, but I think that one like brings a twinkle to his eye because it's like, oh, my little girl, I'm so proud. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I walked back into the room and I saw her and I was like, you okay? She's like, yeah. And she kind of explained what she was going through. Uh, and I was like, hey, can I pray for you? And she saved. Um, you know, so it, it wasn't like a, a matter of needing to share the gospel with her, but it was more of a different kind of gospel like it is good news um but i you know i pray that god would you know give her some relief and um i don't remember the exact prayer because you know those you are just, just but it was just it was it was, it was a good moment be, yeah. yeah and it was just so sweet and i it, i don't know it was such a little thing for me to do like all the the conversations that i had you know sharing what like the season that we're in and you know being vulnerable and just kind of being real it it impacted people and like you don't realize it and like they told me and i was like really and i'm like i, okay. I don't know this is <laughs> it's what we do that's yeah, what we're here like for. i i see these opportunities and more and more i you know i try and make myself available for them like last minute like- invitations to go help set up for a baby shower where you don't know anybody like admitted these are people that you know don't we're, know you we're gonna be in a home group with yeah. um we haven't been to a home group yet so i'm still like stranger never met me before but like normally that makes my asperger's go like no <laughs> no are you do you? not want to leave the house after the kids are in bed are and go to somebody crazy? else's house yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah actually i am yeah, exactly. <laughs> I must be because I'm Why going. Why do you think we're here? Yeah. <laughs> so, but like, it's just, it's really cool to see because like when those opportunities come up, I, I, I do ask myself like, ooh, like, I wonder how God's going to use that. Like, I wonder if he's going to do something cool. Like, you know, like he never- always does. Well, I mean, sometimes it's just some little thing and it's not really that significant. But like other times, like today, it's like spiritually profound yeah i mean it's cool though because i feel like i've gotten to witness a ton well not really a ton but like a good handful of heal people from prayers in like our circle of life like watching people be healed because we were able to partake in praying for those people yeah you know like we were given the opportunity to do so and more so prayers that came out of my wife's mouth versus my own um (laughs) like it's it's pretty cool it's it's always nice to see an answer to prayer and a way that's not necessarily like we didn't pray for selfish things at all like we were just like when you, we believe that you can do this and when you bring somebody else before the throne of grace and you lay them before the king there is just something so sweet about an answered prayer on someone else's behalf. Yeah, but like, I want to like, see a miracle, I, so like, well, I yeah, should. Yeah, but it's like, I, <laughs> like I, I pleaded before the throne. Yeah. I pleaded before the maker of the universe that he would give grace and mercy. And he did. Yeah. Like, he granted my request. My request. Me. Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. Except I'm, I'm his kid, and he loves me, and this is what he loves when we do. Like, he loves when we come to him and ask him for these things. I do want to preface, though. I don't think we've really prayed for, like, physical healing. That was kind of just, like, a thing that, like, he added to um, what came out of the outcome. I suppose, but like alongside requesting physical healing, it's the motivation behind requesting it is God, make your name known, like make your glory known in so that we may rejoice. Yes, exactly. Um, It's not like, oh, you know, save this person's life, heal this person so that they can, you know, keep having a comfortable life and, you know. You know, just we just want to see them healed, and we don't want to lose them. We don't want them to experience the pain of losing their loved one, or what have you. Like, it's no, it's about God. Like, God, we want we want people to see what see you do, what only you can do, and know that you are God. 
because we do such a terrible job at it. Like we need him to to come through and like remind everybody that he defines himself. That the image that we bear, like that we reflect to others, it's tarnished. It's not just it's because not. they see us doing something does not mean that that is indicative of who the father is. Right. You, in order to see who the father is, you got to look at Jesus himself. Because if you've seen him, you've seen the father. It's not if you see my people, you see the father. You see me. And so we're called to follow Christ and to imitate Christ. But we fail at it at times. We strive for it. We fail at Everything it a lot. in it. But we fail at <laughs> it a lot. Yeah. And so it's important that we, we need- just always redirect back to him. It's we're just a conduit. We're not a settling point. We're not the final point of I can't save you. Like I exactly. can't forgive you of your sins. I can't. Right. And it's like, well, we know that God is able. It's not a question of his power, his ability, or his goodness. We know that he's able and we know that he's good. Um, so like we ask for healing, but the doubt comes in like, will he? Like, is it his will? Is this in his plan for for a, uh, a you know a beautiful story? Um, or I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry, I signaled the ad read and I felt bad about it, but like I don't want to go over time for that, so. No, we don't. We don't need to do that. Okay, no, it's just. It's not important. Well, I was gonna. I lost my train of I have to edit and post anyway, so I'm just gonna stop it here. And then do the ad read. <laughs> and then I don't continue our work. No! This is what happens yeah, when you prioritize an ad no, 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 read no, no, when no, no, someone's no, 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 no. This is what ADHD happens. going. This is what happens when you don't properly communicate what you were going for earlier. But, but so I still would have been so, like, no. Give me one second. We will <laughs> be right back. And this is an no, ad No, you're just going to cut all our, that out. No, this is an ad for our thing. What? This episode of Sugar, Spice, and Jesus Christ has been brought to you by Chubby Noon's Kitchen. Throughout history, sharing a meal has been a universal way to show someone that they are seen and loved. At Chubby Noon's Kitchen, we call that meal the Chub Special. The Chub Special is a full spread, soup, bread, and a sweet finish, 100% free of cost for both the giver and the receivers. Yes, you heard that right. There won't be any added fees at checkout, unless it's shipping. And since everything is already included, there's no need to add extras. Simply order, pick up, and deliver blessings. Visit us at www.chubbynoonskitchen.com to learn more. Again, that's www.chubbynoonskitchen.com. And we're back. I'm glad that we uh, did that. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> the train has still not come back to the station. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, so to just like. Oh, so <laughs> every time. So like when we ask God for healing, we know he's able and we know it's in his power and we know that he's good. It's not a matter of him proving his goodness or his power, but um, will he? And it's okay to still ask. Like, even if you don't know how your father's going to ask, you know that he's a good father and it can't hurt to ask. Like in our world, the worst he can say is no. And every no that he gives is merciful. So if we truly believe that he is the good, loving father that he says he is, then we have to trust him no matter what our situation looks like. And we give him our requests with thanksgiving. And then he gives us his peace. This fly... Dude, this is like the episode of Breaking Bad. Do you remember? <laughs> I, I might title this episode The Fly in the Room because I feel like that's what the episode was. But, uh, yeah, no, this fly is out for blood right now. No, we're out for blood. This 
Fly is in the room with us. Oh, let him out. Do you want let, to let him, him out? out? Yeah. I want to kill him. So the man. Because <laughs> then he's just going to torment us out. Oh, you should slap that laptop closed. Yeah, then lose all my progress. It's yeah, right no. on the laptop. So yeah, anyway. He's right by that core. You want to slap him with the ad? <laughs> That's a piece of paper. It's not going to do anything. I know. So. Anyway. Yeah, we're back to the aliens now, okay? Oh, oh. No, we're not back circle. to the aliens. No, the I don't aliens care are irrelevant at this point. Yeah. So that was um, weird. So, like, real quick, if you didn't read the story, they. I saw the video of the beings. Apparently, they were like 10 feet tall, like 8 to 10 feet tall or something like that. So, like, Nephilim? With, like. No. Maybe. I don't know. I wasn't around during that, but. Uh, with, like lizard gray skin and like shiny eyes or something like that but one of them like was hiding behind the fence and then like transformed into like a tall shadow figure and then was gone from the shot so I don't know if that's a I imagine that's some sort of angel-like ability it's a supernatural interdimensional Supernatural. It's funny because um, you might not agree with Elon Musk at all. He take whatever he says with a grain of salt. But he, uh, SpaceX, founder of SpaceX, and he tweeted after this. He was because they were like, "Oh well, we should know that there's aliens by now." And he goes, "In my findings, like, no, like, because they were like." Clearly, we're not alone. That's what they said. And he tweeted back. And he's like, no, that's not what I'm getting. Like, in all my findings and all the research that SpaceX does, we are. But we're knocking on the wrong door. Like, we're knocking on the door to space. These things might be interdimensional traveling. Travelers. Well, space is, like, I mean, reality is dimension. you've got Earth, then you've yeah. got heaven. And then you've got the second heaven and well, then the third heaven. Well, you got the, the waters heaven. of darkness, which was the heavens Isn't that, that separate us from. Yeah, yeah, that's space. Yeah. Um, so it's just interesting. You could take what he says with a grain of salt, like I said. It's just interesting that uh, he this would... This fly man. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting that he would actually break his silence on that to just say, hey, I... Uh, no. It's not what I've seen and not what I know. We got cotton candy clouds. Yeah, so we were just outside before this, and there were some pretty crazy stars It was the most through. incredible shelf storm cloud yeah. thing that I got some pictures of. And it was just, at one point, it was like seeing a little portal into heaven. Yeah, it was pretty dope. And the rain. Those raindrops were enormous. So, like... Texas. I've experienced the baby's up. Are you serious? Yeah, she's been knocking on the door for the past hour. Oh my goodness. (laughs) She's fine. She'll go back to sleep. Would she nap? Yeah, I guess so. Mm. Um, She's been cranky all day. She needed to go to sleep. And then she woke up. So, she'll go back to sleep. You hear? Are you sure about you hear that? The monkey? You, hear you the sure monkey? about that? She's good. She's contained, and if she does get hurt, I have a baby monitor set up over here. Yes, because you have to let the internet know that we're responsible. Yeah, parents. because no, obviously we're responsible like, parents. People are jerks. They don't give you an inch. Her room has a mattress and her toys. Yeah, nothing chokeable. Literally nothing. Yeah, she's good. <laughs> All stuffed animals, and that's it. So anyway, so like I've been on the ocean. In a boat, I've been on the Long Island Sound, on a boat, during crazy storms, like where the waves are nuts, and the lightning is coming down all around you, and the rain is just crazy. Nothing beats a Texas storm. I, you have to experience it. It's one of those things. It is like the not sound, of this world. The sound. Like, I feel like I'm in an amphitheater, mm. and just like the crackling of the thunder and like the light shows that or I don't know I yo that one crack today that one it just crack like goes right through your chest oh yeah it's like getting slapped by a thunder whip it's insane oh it's like so dope though yeah 
I love it. Um, it's intense. Then, I don't know if I said anything about the raindrops, but they were like little water balloons. They were freaking huge. <laughs> that was a good way to put it. They, yeah. they were mini water balloons, just giant raindrops yeah, falling. I got hit right in the shoulder. I got hit I right like, in I just got shot. the temple. <laughs> it like soaked the whole side of my head. <laughs> yeah. um, so... I did say there was a couple interesting things that happened this week, but I guess maybe we could talk a little bit about our situation if you would like to share with the internet and like kind of how we have an eternal uh, perspective on our lives right now. So backtrack a little bit. We grew up on Long Island. We sold our home that we bought three years ago back in November of 2022. And we felt the pull to move to DFW area, which is Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, um, to serve God here. Uh, There's a particular church that drew us with their um, emphasis on family discipleship and resources for discipling your kids, kids. and yourselves, and kids, honestly. So, and ourselves. Um, more, more on the practice of theology, too. Yeah, More like kind of integrated into everyday things so that you really are meditating on it, you know, when you wake up and when you walk in the way and when you lie down and when you eat and all that. But it was kind of like that taste and see that the Lord is good kind of moment because like when you taste something that is of God, you don't want to eat anything else. So that's oh, yeah. what happened in this situation. Like we tasted it and we were like, no, we got to go to that restaurant forever. Yeah, exactly. Um, so <laughs> we packed everything up and we moved our family almost 1,700 so miles away. Um, I left my job of seven years. That was in, in May, of May of 2022. Um, uh-huh. We didn't really have an established plan if we were going to move or not. That wasn't really like in discussion because we didn't visit until like August. Yeah, we didn't visit till August. We didn't know until um, that point. But I left because it was kind of toxic. But I was also like working inside the church too. Like I was doing a lot of things, and then like we had our daughter, and then I work just got stupid busy, and I couldn't do all of it. You know, right. and I didn't want the church to suffer, but selfishly they did a little bit because I needed to perform my best and then I was like I've been doing this for seven years and I have nothing to really show for it I have seven years experience in a very niche industry I have decent education from the the job and decent training and knowledge and you know whatever Um, but it didn't do anything so I was like okay so I want to choose my family it was affecting our marriage a little bit too um, and I remember just coming home to Kay and I was like I got my review I think a couple days before two days mm-hmm. so that Monday I had my review and Wednesday I came home and I was like it's not strictly about money money was like not really an issue for us. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, help me write my two weeks notice. I can't, we can't keep going through this. And like any wife would have been like, you know what? No, you're going to do what you said you were going to do. You're not a quitter. Da da da. And that's not like, that's not my character. She's been with me my whole life, but like not my whole life, but it feels like my whole life. Um, (laughs) But she's been with me this whole experience, and she was like, finally, let's do it. What what kind of peace was that? Like, oh how did gosh, you get there? Oh my gosh, I was so excited that you were finally... Because she's been telling me to quit for years. Oh my gosh, yeah. Because that place was just a source of stress and darkness. Um and so every day you had to commute there and back and do the same things over and over was another day that you just got like well promises more and more pale and just like yeah but you got more and more pale and 
the you that was coming home wasn't enough for you wasn't enough for my kids and I couldn't do anything with church and it's not that like we were demanding and needy it's just you were having the spirit sucked out of you every day yeah and it's interesting too because like everyone says when you go to work you're a witness there and like I that's mean, it a is thing. a mission field it is but like I had such a hard time like my patience and I had an experience like that I worked at a I daycare just, and it was like walking into just darkness like every I, day it was so toxic like I had I'm quoting someone here so like when I was like oh yeah you know I believe in God or whatever I believe in Jesus and stuff they were like are you like quotes stupid and gay end quote and I was just like what I mean actually I mean if you're being serious uh, I think you know how the Bible addresses that no but it's not even like no I know but like that I don't even understand that kind of like my brain was just like I can't do anything here myself like I need the Holy Spirit to do a work here yeah. in me, and you know that was what two years before I quit, and that's when things were like really starting to take off at church and stuff. And I was really a changed person. That was there. after you got baptized. Yeah, and they saw a difference in me, and they knew that something went down. You know. Yeah. Um. And I, I just can't explain it. It's just every day you open your door and you walk into the world and it's just utter darkness. Like, that's just how it is. The world doesn't have Jesus Christ like we do in the church. But, like, that's not just darkness. It's advanced darkness <laughs> um, walking into that place. So, like, Maybe I was blowing it out of proportion or whatever, but I'm just glad to be gone from there. And so it's been a year since I've been employed, which is a real blessing because, like, I've been able to spend it with my kids and just, like, recalibrate my mind towards Jesus Christ and, like, the kingdom uh, of heaven and be a better husband, which I hope I was. Yes. Um, it was kind of like having a Sabbath year after seven years of work. Yeah, and God graciously provided, and we were still able to be um, generous. Um, like, it's all that in a bag of chips with him. And uh, right now, our situation is a little strange. Fly yeah, he wants my drink and you want my blood. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and so I here's the timeline. I'm starting a new job in July. So hopefully first week, probably most likely. Well, no, I mean hopefully, like we don't know the exact like time. I don't have the exact date. They gave me an estimated date of July first, which they don't do if they're not planning on hiring you. So right, I'm just waiting for the offer letter from but HR. But here's the timeline of the season. So May 2022, Frankie leaves his job. Poppy dies. Poppy dies. Well, he died the month before. Yeah. Well, I did put or my a two weeks, weeks before in, that, and then he passed away. Right. But I wound up staying an extra two weeks because they weeks. had the audacity to ask you for an extra two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> On top of the two weeks. They actually so asked me for weeks. more than two weeks, but yeah, I gave them I, a month. I, I flipped out when I heard that Frankie agreed to give them an additional two weeks because I was like, you've already given them seven years. Excuse them. It was just none of the month's rent. I mean, not rent, but you know what I mean. I guess, but still. Car payments, whatever it was. Still. It was a principle of the matter. Anyway, uh, so then August, we visit Texas. Um, and then September, we put our home in the market. November we close because it takes two months to close on your house in New York. In New York, yeah. um, And we drive down here. We have a lease because we haven't been able to get a mortgage because Frankie wasn't able to find employment before we left. Although um, I was interviewed and I had a couple prospects that just did not work out. Right. So then we get here. We're in a, a leased home. Ironically, like half a mile up the road from the hotel that we stayed at, that we hadn't even like 
pre-planned on staying at when we visited. Uh, that was just kind of like a work of the Lord. Um, and so placing us back here was also a work of the Lord, which is kind of sweet because it is a little slice of the best parts of, well, at least in Frankie and Maya's opinion, the best parts of Long Island, like being able to drive up to, you know, the the edge of you know some kind of water and just yeah, like look just out and lakes. they look like the long island sound which is right, so exactly. interesting that's my point though like we're in I the mean, middle the bay, of northern the great texas south bay, sorry. and we still have that waterfront view of mm, uh, <laughs> that fly dough um you know so it's just like a sweet blessing so then uh we get here mid-november and I lose my job January 20th. And so then there's no income coming in. Anymore. Anymore. Um, and so we're like, okay, but like, God knew. Well, what the heck do we do now? Right. So it's just like, all right, it is what it is. Well, I'll just look for another job. Frankie keeps looking for a job. I'm, you know, just doing my thing. And it turns into a month and then two months and three and it'll be five months and like another like two weeks i think uh that i've been unemployed and it wasn't due to any fault of my own it wasn't a a normal layoff either it was something that was completely outside of my control uh and it was absolutely god closing the door because he knows i wouldn't have closed that one willingly i was so comfortable and so happy in my job it was a dream um so it it really stung uh to lose that and i'm not sure why i had to lose it so soon considering i'm still unemployed it's not like uh, i mean i guess there's things that i've done in the meantime i built a website and you know doing other stuff that like we started this these are all things that we wouldn't have done if I was still working, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Just trying to be better parents and better spouses and trying to get involved in the communities that we have. No, but we we leave everything. We leave our support system. We leave... Friends. Well, our support system. (laughs) We didn't have Um, any more family there, so... The... Just the the comfort of proximity, of familiarity, and we move almost 1,700 miles away, and then there's loss of a job so fast forward to this week Kay has for the first time I mean I had an introductory interview for one other thing but I wouldn't really count that that was more of a just confirming that you weren't fit for the position like I'm a bot or something like I didn't even make it to first round like actual interviews with the hiring manager it was like HR pre-screening but I finally had an interview with this completely remote company and it was the opportunity great of pay, a great lifetime benefits. for me like it seemed too good to be true yeah. like it was exactly what i was looking for and, and i email them my resume and they like answer immediately they're like hey we have some questions for you i answer the questions and send them back they answer like immediately they're like all right we want to schedule you know an interview and i'm like okay so we schedule the interview and i do the interview and they're like okay we want to schedule a second interview and we want you to present and i'm like okay so i present and they're like okay so we love that but we, also the, no. the hiring teams loved you they thought your personality was incredible but they all agreed that you just don't have enough QA experience to hit the ground running here which is a real loss on their part we would love if you would come back in a few years when you're a bit more senior and we think we would have a place for you like I appreciated the kindness in their words um it just stung. It really sucked because it was like, wow, this is the first opportunity and it's like so wonderful. Like, how cool would it be if like, you know, God just God, checked all your boxes. Yeah. And it wasn't it. And so I have to cling to the promises that I know. And it's that his nose are merciful. And that he's good and that I can trust him. He is immutable. He does not change even when my circumstances do. What I see in front of me does not change who he is. 
and that's the reality of it. Like, I lament my circumstances. I acknowledge that it sucks, but ultimately my hope is in him. You know, when everything falls apart, like, I'm just so glad that I put my faith in him because I can count on him. Right. And he proves faithful every time. And so, like, there's the wrestling with the thoughts of, like, I mean... Did we, did we actually think all this through? Did we make not necessarily, a, but like, was it was it really like us, like, like following the spirit, or was it like An ADHD just crazy? We want change, and we're gonna get right, it. you know. But like, God has been so kind to reach out and put those moments of confirmation and reassure us that it's reassurance. good. Like, I yeah. see you. Like, no, like you're right where I want you. You're doing exactly what I want you to do. You are making yourselves available and you are being obedient in the moments where I call you. And that's what I want you to do. Have peace in that. Like, okay. Until the next day when I'm like, okay, God, what else am I supposed to be doing? (laughs) (laughs) Because I feel like I'm always supposed to be doing something more. Like, what else should I be doing? you can't sit down for more than 10 minutes, can you? Yeah. (laughs) Because I feel like there's always something else I should be doing. I know, but he's calling you to rest and maybe you should take that serious. Supposed yeah. to be 107 next week. Go outside. <laughs> oh yeah, go outside and shrivel up. <laughs> Die from the heat because. I mean, it could be worse. You could be choking on Canada fires. That was the other thing. Oh man, that was like. That was hard. Nuclear fallout, creepy. But that was kind of heartbreaking to see, like yes. our home state, like under that. That orange, was surreal. Orange. It didn't look real. Glow and like gloom and like like it was real but it didn't look real it was like my brain looks at that and it's like does not compute okay this is just a picture new yorkers i grew up there okay new yorkers versus texans new yorkers are not happy people that's not something that they need you know what i mean yeah the texans crazy love them so much puppy dog energy I love it I love it too it's very strange oh my gosh no there is just something so incredibly comforting and disarming by strangers yes just disarming and completely just like it feels like the kingdom of heaven just reaches out and hugs you and when someone you don't know complete stranger just gives you the a smile and the warmest greeting like they're just it lights up that moment of their life that they're greeting you yeah like just wow and all walks and races and cultures yeah. it's crazy like we live in town, a very diverse neighborhood yeah, and the it's town just we're in is very very diverse where and it's just so i would say cool. kind of the minorities in this yeah town well yeah because if you consider the amount of of um diversity that there is I mean, you can't have that much diversity and still have the same ratio of white to minorities. Right, like, right, right. No, it's but that's be more not even like, the point. It's just very interesting. Like, I don't think New Yorkers are just happy to get up every day. And I think Texans I are. I don't blame them because everything a little, is a million miles an hour. And there's a little, like, when I first came down here and experienced that, I was like, there's no way this is real. This is not genuine. This is weird. Right? Oh, and it's, it's so not, real. It's, it's very real. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice to see. And I'm so happy they've welcomed us with gracious, open arms. And it's like almost just, like getting a hug from your grandma again. It's very yeah, interesting. Yeah. It is, it is divinely like, comforting. Bless your heart, but also let me help bless, you know, which is good. But also, like, may God bless your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's good. Um, but we're going to wrap up and... Catch a firework show. Catch a quick little show. I don't if know we if can see it. It might not be even happening yet. Uh, it's not dark enough. It just Almost. It's 9 o'clock and the sun went down probably, what, 15 minutes ago? So, um, thank you for downloading and your prayers for employment and stuff. Um, God is moving, and I just want to reassure you on that. Because, yes, we are assuming that you will pray, because why not? Yeah, but also pray for, you know, 
people we mentioned on the show. Also, email us. How can we be praying for yeah. you? So, email is ssjcpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also find us on Twitter. That is ssjcpod. At ssjcpod. I always forget that. Twitter's weird to me. But, um, the fly yeah. is on your straw. Yeah, I ain't drinking any of that. He is such... A little jerk. Yeah, he's going to get his wings burned when we're done here. Freak! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's always a lot of, like, little small jokes that we have together. They're just from references other and quotes. Of, and yeah, other sources of media. Just Eating. randomly gathered throughout our entire relationship. Like, you've got things from Vine that oh, doesn't yeah. even SpongeBob. exist anymore. SpongeBob. Game Grumps, all that stuff. Oh, parents. Oh, yeah. We're two halves of a whole idiot. Such a great line. It's so perfect. And then friends of ours actually did that for their Halloween costume. Oh, my gosh, yes. You that? that was the best thing I've ever seen. It was my they favorite. won Halloween costume parties for the rest of my life. Yes. And I know you're listening to this. You should feel proud. All right. Uh... I'm going to stop here, but uh, I appreciate the download and the, the listen to us fools talk about stuff. Jesus be with you. I guess.